0: All right, good morning. I am Pastor Brian. I'm sitting in for Pastor Dan today. Welcome to Morning Breath. This is your drive time devotion and/or podcast however you're getting this today. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this, uh, this show with us. We will read a chapter of the, of the Word together, and uh, we'll discuss it. And um, we're just excited to get in the Word of God with you. And so thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in today. We're in Exodus chapter 11. I got a couple friends in the, uh, in the studio with me today. I got Damian Boos. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, Pastor Brian. How are you doing this morning?
0: I'm well. What's exciting, dude? Tell me something exciting. Uh, the
1: exciting part is the sun is staying in a little bit more. Okay. Uh, it's been pretty hot lately, the last few weeks, but it's been nice getting our normal rain.
0: Good. I I saw something about the tropics are heating up. That's what I saw. I saw a headline, tropics are heating up. Does that mean that we're all going to run for our lives or hunker down? No, heck
1: no. That's a natural thing we go through day to day, so it's kind of...
0: Should we get our wing nuts ready for our shutters, wing nuts and shutters? Not yet. I think we're good. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, I'm
1: glad sports
0: are back up and running.
1: It's been a great week.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. Let's go. It's uh, baseball season. That's exciting to me. Baseball season is finally underway. It's going, and... uh, man, we waited a long time. Opening day is supposed to be in April and we're just a week into this thing. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, 60 game season for baseball is like a breeze. 162 games usually they play in baseball and only going to play 60 this year. And I mean, you a week, you're like, man, we're like, you know, a 10th of the way done. Yeah. But a lot
1: of people are looking forward to only the 60. Um, Come on. Yeah. The, the old schedule was a bit much, I think. um, If you took a poll, unfortunately, they're, People in the crowds. How are you going to enjoy the game other than on your couch and cheering? And that's better, dude. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've been to plenty of baseball games, but on my couch is pretty nice.
1: Yeah, but what about the hot dog, that famous ballpark hot dog?
0: Dude, crank one up. Let's yeah. go. Put it in the microwave or something. Go for it.
1: Yeah, that's what you miss the most, though. It's pretzel. Yeah, yep. pretzels. The hot dog. Dude, you can get those. You can get <laughs> Wait, those. Waiting for football. Football is just around the corner. What's that? Football? Yes, sir.
0: Oh, that's what I win. That's when I win fantasy <laughs> yeah. football. That's when I beat there up on people go. in fantasy football. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Have we got Nick in the studio, our studio engineer? How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Are you a football fan?
2: I am... used to be. doesn't sound like so, it. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm like a, a Broncos fan because I was born in Denver. Denver. But, um, nice. I know yeah, I
0: someone who's a Broncos fan.
2: I also do. Oh, hey, That's well.
0: Pastor Dan. He's yeah. a oh, here he goes. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> they did win a Super Bowl once or twice or something. Yeah. John
2: Elway. <laughs> but I don't. I don't follow football too much.
0: Okay. So. Okay. How about baseball? Are you a baseball fan? No. Come on. Let's go.
2: I don't watch any sports. But you I need I like to watch playing. baseball. Like I'll play football. I'll play baseball. I yeah, will play soccer. Soccer. Had a stroke there. Um. But yeah, I don't watch too much. He's a competitor of much.
0: So this is Morning Breath. We don't always talk sports, but um, I happen to be a sports guy. And so we're talking sports today. And uh, why not? Because sports is back in action. Baseball, the most America's America's life. pastime, they call it. We're enjoying life. Life, amen. yes. And so uh, tell us how to get connected to the show. Help some people out there if this is their first time and they're running past it on the radio today. How do they get connected with Morning Breath?
1: Wow, we have several ways. We'd like you to get an East Coast app, um, or you can go to eccc.us for more info, events past sermons, and Morning Breath episodes. You can find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 321-452-1060, and we will email and mail you with more information about East Coast. And you can see past Morning Breath podcasts, which is truly amazing. Yes, you can go cool. back, review a chapter. Uh, maybe share it with a friend, family member. It's pretty awesome that we have that available for them.
0: Maybe somebody will share this show someday, and they'll, like, tell us about it. they would be like, dude, I listened to that one show, like, three years ago that you and you know, Damien did. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And we'll talk about baseball and how it was only a 60-game season and all that. Thank goodness.
1: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: So, yeah, there's other ways you can get connected around here as well. We would um, love for you to come to one of our weekend services. We are a... Uh, Outreach Ministry. This is a this is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath is, and so we would love for you to come and be a part of one of our campuses. We do church in multiple locations. Uh, we have an online campus that is uh, thriving um, in this season of uh, of COVID nineteen and um, all the stuff going on. We want to make it available to you. Um, but man, if you if you're looking for a church to come and to be a part of, we are social distancing. We're doing all the things in all mm-hmm. of our campuses, and so we'd love for you to come to one of them. Uh, we have a Vieira campus. We have a Coco campus we have a Avenue Worship Center and a Parkway Worship Center here on Merritt Island and so we just invite you to come wherever you might yeah. be across the county. There's a place for you. There's large auditoriums. There's small auditoriums. There's in between. We have portable campus. We have a lot of different things going on. Yeah. And we're building. We're building a building in um, this season. We're uh, we're just waiting on some permitting to move some dirt and to get things going vertical. But yeah, we're going to have a, a piece of property in uh, in Viera there, that Tavistock and Vieira Boulevard. That's going to honor God, and we're going to have a space there in the in the Viera community. And so we're excited about that. Uh, we do have some other things going on as the uh, as the fall kind of kicks off. We, uh, we have a university here. You want to tell them about the university,
1: David? Yeah, the verse, university is amazing. Uh, we have grown so much that not only can you be in person in the university, you can join us online and get a, a full-fledged degree. Uh, you don't even have to be local. You can be out of state anywhere. It's made available. Everything is uh, recorded. Um, it's just an amazing thing to go ahead and get a degree and learn more about God and just grow deep in your spirituality through school. Um, also, it looks like we have the global leadership summit. Uh, the price is $79. It's going to be at our Parkway location. It's going to be August 6th and 7th. And if you want to check out more about this event, go to our ECCC.us slash events for more information.
0: Yeah. The global leadership summit, maybe you're out there today and you go, you know what? I am a, I'm a business leader or I'm a leader of my home, or I would Mm -hmm. love to be a leader somewhere. Somehow this would be a great teaching event. It's a Thursday, Friday. We provide lunch and breakfast both days. Yeah. And, uh, all the, all the teaching is getting streamed in from across the planet, actually multiple speakers. I think it's around 15 speakers throughout those two days that are yeah. going to speak and, and teach on leadership and how to lead well. And, um, it would just stir up some things in you. It'd be a great time, a great investment into your own home, into your own family, into your own workplace. I mean, why not? And for $79, it's, a uh, It's a great price for you to come and be a part of that. And um, we're not making money on that deal. That's not East Coast trying to make money on a leadership thing. That is actually, we're partnering with Global Leadership Summit. We are a host site. And so people from all across the community can come and be a part of that and get some leadership teaching. It'll be streamed in, like I said, into the Parkway Worship Center. There's 640 seats in there. People will be spread out. If you're wondering, man, what's a conference going to feel like or look like, people have space to spread out. Um, If there's a couple hundred people in 600 seats, you have plenty of space around you. And uh, of course, the the you know, the um, lunch and uh, breakfast will be prepackaged and that sort of thing. We're trying to make the environment as safe as possible for you to come and feel comfortable doing that. But let's get into the Word of God today. We're in Exodus chapter 11. We've been walking through the book of Exodus, and um, we're, uh, we, I think we only have 10 verses in this chapter today. So Yeah, there's uh, not many. Not many. We'll break it after five. I'll get you started. I'm in the New Living Translation. What do you got over there?
1: I have the new King James.
0: All right, let me get you started, Damien. I say unto you, read, sir. Chapter
1: 11, verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterward, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. Speak now in the hearing of the people, and let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor articles of silver and articles of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt. In the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. Then Moses said, Thus says the Lord About midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn of the animals.
0: All right, verse 6. Uh, Exodus 11. Then a loud wail will rise throughout the land of Egypt, a wail like no one has ever heard or ever will hear again. But among the Israelites it will be so peaceful that not even a dog will bark. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. All the officials of Egypt will run to me and fall to the ground before me. Please leave, they will beg. Hurry, and all our and all your followers with you. Only then will I go. Then, burning with anger, Moses left Pharaoh. Now the Lord had told Moses earlier Pharaoh will not listen to you but then I will do even more mighty miracles in the land of Egypt Moses and Aaron performed these miracles in Pharaoh's presence but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he wouldn't let the Israelites leave the country amen uh, pretty uh pretty intense um, you know pretty intense little uh, chunk of scripture right here um, a couple things stuck out to me I would uh I would love to you know kind of hear your heart and maybe what stuck out to you I I'm just honestly, I'm very thankful that like, we don't have to, you know, teach line by line and verse by verse here. And I I say this frequently when I do the show is that this is a devotion. This is what stuck out to you as you read the chapter. Um, what did God breathe on? This is a, the point of morning breath is that God breathes on scripture. And we Mm -hmm. talk about what God breathed on as we read it, as we looked at it, as we studied it, um, in just our own devotion time. And so, um, for me, um, I'm I'm intrigued by a couple things in this chapter. Yeah. Um, a couple things to me that um, just the the delineation between you know God's people and uh, and the Egyptians. Um, it's very clear that um, you know God's promises and what he even says to Moses in this process of you know that hey, like in verse three, it says now the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel. I think that's an incredible thing. It's incredible, um, even in our culture today, that. Um, that uh, there's another verse in Scripture that said it's, it's better to have a good name than, um, than great riches mm-hmm. or great fame. Um, and uh, I think about how valuable— our testimony or our witness in a community or our lifestyle in a community is you yeah. know i we were joking around about sports here at the beginning of the show but I, i'm i'm pretty invested into uh, into the community here through local you know youth sports and stuff mm-hmm. and i believe it very it is very important for me to live out a normal life a real life in front of a community out there that loves people that cares for people yeah. that maybe even I don't say this a lot, but I really believe it. I believe that I pastor people before they know they need a pastor. You know, I want to sure. be out in a community, loving people and caring for people um, before they even know that they need one, so that one day that they would actually, you know, maybe be intrigued enough to ask the questions yep. about what is this God you serve? What is this all about? And I think the um, in this chapter, when we see that the Lord had caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the people of Israel, now they're walking through a series of plagues. Like in this season, mm-hmm. as we've as we've read over the last several days in Exodus, there's some nasty. There's some really hard. Times going on. And yet, the people of God in the midst of that were looked favorably upon by those around. Even though it appeared as if their God is doing this to all the Egyptians, the Egyptians still had favor on the Israelites, which to me is. Only supernatural, that can only happen supernaturally yep. that somebody in the midst of chaos and confusion wouldn't blame you and your God, that they would actually look at somebody and go, There's something different and I want that. Whatever that mm-hmm. thing is over there, I want that. You know, we're in a season right now in our culture where, you know, you look around and there's a lot going on from yep. you know, not just from the COVID stuff, but from all the pressures of, you know, we're in an election season, you know, we're in a season of all sorts of other injustice things that are, you know, sure. coming to light. And um, it just looks like it's kind of messy right now. Yep. But yet that people would look favorably on the, the men and women of God in a season like this, and they would look and go, man, there's something different over there. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity to spend some time with some folks that are not connected to East Coast Christian Center on on any level, really. They've just kind of looked at East Coast from from afar in our community. And and to hear some of the things that people are saying by the grace of God of what we've been able to do as a church in loving our community in this season, that people look favorably on the men and women of God. That is our hope, actually, that we could actually live out and that people would see and go, there's something different over there. And that difference is Jesus on the inside of us. So anyway, that stuck out to me. I I really, I mean, I could talk a lot about that and the, you know, winning a witness in people's lives and such, but tell us, tell us a little bit about what stuck out to you, Damon.
1: Actually, verse one, uh, I will bring one more plague. And really this hit me hard, uh, harder this morning when I reread it, because God showed me that it's almost like myself being disciplined over and over and over. And he took me right to my children. You know how many times do we ask them over and over for the same thing? Right. And how many times is it repeated? How many times is it ignored? And, and that's only because we have to understand that person. And for myself, you know, you notice the more that you go against something, the deeper you get away from it. Right. And Pastor Dan's always, always said this, that it just doesn't happen. It's a seed that's planted. And Pharaoh, unfortunately, had a seed planted that was deeply rooted. And it was humility, Wow. And, you know, how many times has my humility or lack of humility prevent something in my life or my children's life? Yeah. And we see just in this, his lack of humility affects just thousands of people. Yeah. And I, I can't tell how many people it affected through me, through my children. And it really hit me this morning about, wow, if you could only see how that affects, maybe that would have changed sooner than later. Maybe it would have showed me a bigger picture of, oh, my gosh, just because I didn't like this way, how it affects everyone else. But then it has a, a reply to it. So it goes out, and then the reply comes back. We see that with Moses uh, in, in verse 8. Then he went out from Pharaoh in great anger. Yeah. Moses was so mad that Pharaoh just didn't get it because yeah. he knew what was going to happen. He was, his, his heart was almost saddened. You know. And when we see something our children do, that we don't like, or or maybe's not going to turn the way out that we think it should, yeah. that we get sad and we sit home and you know we just sometimes cry out, we pray to God, um, it hurts, yeah. it hurts, and I think God realized that, and so the good news is that He was bringing one more. We knew right. He knew this was going to be the last one because He knew what it was going to take to bring Him to His knees and finally let it go. Um, so that that stuck out to me first and foremost.
0: Yeah, you know the idea that um you know, humility um, is a huge part of the kingdom of God, right? And yeah. so that that God is working um at Pharaoh's heart a bit here to, mm-hmm. to try to, you know, get him to bend. Um, sure. And to, I mean, I don't know, I've, I as a parent, I got four children and I, you know, it is my job to bend the will of my kids at times, yep. you know, like I, I need to point them in the way they should go that when they're old, they won't depart from it, you know, and um, sometimes bending that will is challenging. Like, you know, I mean, I've got I've got two teenagers headed towards a third one really soon. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's a, there's a fight going on on the inside of them to actually have their own space, have their own thing, do make some decisions for themselves. And, you know, one of the things that that my wife and I have learned over the years and we've tried to pass along, I mean, I didn't, I didn't just figure this out myself. I've learned this from other guys, but, Mm -hmm. you know, hearing, hearing the idea that, um, we have to, as we raise children, we're actually raising them up to go, right? Like we're not raising them up to stay under my thumb all the time and me to make every decision for them. I don't want to be that dad. I I want them to go and be successful, you know, and that means that I got to give them some freedom. I got to give them some ability to choose some things, to have some conversation, to maybe ask some questions of, hey, dad, can I go to blah, blah, blah and stay out till whatever time that might be? And I could either always have the rule, you know, and just Mm -hmm. go, this is how it's going to be. Or I could take time and actually talk with them about, you know, why do you want to stay out that late? Like, what what's going to be happening? Who's going to be there? What's going on? And help them make a good decision for the future when they got to make all their own decisions, right? There yeah. is coming a time where my kids are going to go off to college probably, and they're going to go make some decisions for themselves. And if I've made every single one of them for them for all 18 years of their life, and now they go off to college and they got to make every single one, probably going to be some bad decisions along the way. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. Here, here we see in a chapter where God's trying to bend the heart of a king. Is trying to bend the heart of you know, come on, there's you know, you're you're enslaving my people. Hey, mm-hmm. let them go here, and it's not working. Like he he's just you know standing up, standing strong. And man, have I have I seen some teenage behavior of standing up pretty strong against dad and going, hey, there's a better way. Let me show you there's a better way. Like let me help you make a good decision. Yeah. And sometimes you have to just go, all right. Um, now I'm not going to let him go out and do something that's going to you know be across the line of whatever that line might be, but right. there are some times that it's just gray and you go okay, all right, we're going to let him learn this time, and um, that's hard, that's grievous, that's what you're seeing here about Moses just getting yeah. frustrated and you know getting just. Um, just hurt almost on the inside of oh, going. Sure. Man, it is painful. Sometimes it's painful to watch to, to watch your children or to watch people in a in a community or in that you have friendship with or in your work circle that you're looking and you, you see that there's better that God's got better for them. There's a better way than this. Yep. You don't have to stay down this road. Come on. Amen. You know yep. what I'd encourage you to do today? I'd encourage you to pray for that person's heart. Yep. Pray that that person's heart would be bent towards God. That they would be bent. That there would be a sense of conviction rise up in Jesus' name in the heart of that young person. In the heart of that young adult and the heart of that coworker that you see, maybe even your spouse today. You're looking across, you're waking up this morning and you're going, man, if my husband or my wife could just blah, 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 blah. Go over their head, talk to God about it. God can speak to their heart. He can speak to the heart of the king. He can yep, change he the heart of a heart king. Of the king. If he yep. can change the heart of a king, he can change the heart of your teenager. He can change the heart mm-hmm. of your spouse. He can change the heart of your boss, of your coworker. Mm-hmm. You know what? Those hearts all respond to the king of kings, to the God of this universe as well. And he can get in there. And there's a key to that heart let's yeah. talk to God about, give me the key. God, can you help me see, can you help me find a way to get into yep. that, into that heart? And you know what, This these plagues were, were a very, seemingly very harsh way to get a, a king to bend, right? But God was actually painting a picture that, hey, that the world is very intense over here and there's a better way to serve me. Humility will always be the victory. Humility will be the way. Let's submit something. something?
1: Well, no, and you're exactly right because God knew Pharaoh's heart. He knew it was already hardened. And there's a, you know, people get upset about God said he hardened Pharaoh's heart, but it was already done. And God sees that in us. And you're exactly right. And one thing that just stuck out to me is like, where was Moses in here praying for Pharaoh? You know, so I love that word you said about, listen, pray for your neighbor, pray yeah. for your coworker, pray, pray for the person next to you that maybe's on the bus or something. Um, Pray for their heart to change. God can change the hearts.
0: It's easier to complain about people's hearts. You know oh, what I mean? Like sure. it's, it's easier to kind of just sit back and talk in the natural about, oh, do you see what so-and-so is doing? Can't oh, can believe you? that. <laughs> yeah. And Jeez. I mean, in the social media era that we live in today, our emotional, you know, I don't know, just you call it whatever you want to call it, yeah. rant. We'll call it a rant. We can rant in ways that people will see, that people will understand. But you know what? Is that best? Is it best to just rant about a problem? Or let's mm-hmm. go, let, let's go, let's dig into that problem in the secret place, in yeah. the quiet. And you know what? In the quiet and in the secret place is where actual, that's the engine room. That's where yeah. actually the, the the train changes direction is in the in engine room, right? Sure. We need to change direction of a culture, of a community of a world, of a home, of a, it happens and it starts in prayer. And so I would encourage you today, maybe you dig into that. Maybe you'd find space today to just take a walk and pray. You know, at lunchtime today, hey, grab somebody and go pray together. Like, you know, don't don't be afraid to go, you know what, I'm going to talk to Jesus about this. And you know what, God can do some incredible stuff. I love in verse seven, it says, but among the Israelites, it will be so peaceful that not even a dog will bark. how about that in the midst of the firstborn yeah all the chaos firstborns are going to be like slaughtered and here in the midst of that the israelites would be so peaceful you couldn't even hear a dog bark the quietness that we can walk in the stillness the peacefulness that we can walk in in the midst of all the chaos and all the confusion i think supernaturally the only way to do that the only way i know to do that is to be connected to the king of kings and And the best connection for me is in prayer and staying in a heart and in an attitude of going, all right, God, you're going to do this. You yes. will prepare for battle. The, you know the, the we, the men, will prepare for battle, but the battle's the Lord's. And God, you're the one who's in yep. charge of this battle. In the meantime, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to do all I can do, but I'm going to stand in peace and I'm going to walk in peace and I'm going to I'm going to pray and believe you, God, to do supernaturally what I can't do myself. Amen. And so yep. when whatever it might be that you're looking at today, and it might be, man, I'm. Unemployment, for instance, it might be unemployment. You've been unemployed. You've been collecting unemployment. And where's what's going to happen when the money goes away? And you know all the added benefits of this COVID thing are going to go away. What am I going to do? You know yep. what? Trust God today in the midst of it. God has a plan. He's got a door to open for you that you, sure that you does. haven't seen yet. These yeah. are opportunities for you. We could either be full of hope or we could be full of frantic and chaos and confusion and like frantic in confusion. That's of the enemy. That's yep. not God's best. And so that that it, it in the midst of some of the harshest things that we can read in scripture we see that the israelites could be so peaceful to not did not even hear a dog with a bark yeah. it's, well, an it's an incredible incredible picture
1: and what's good about that the people finally started to see i'll say uh, moses way you yeah. know all of a sudden they start seeing the light yeah. unfortunately it was towards this last plague but um that's the good sign that once you start praying for that person you're going to see a change and then others are going to see a change and it's going to be contagious and i tell you what if you don't know of anyone ask god he'll show you i I guarantee you he'll show you within probably seconds of someone you can start and pray for
0: yeah there's a cool leadership principle of um kind of walk slowly and look around Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe you're not a leader but you you live in a house or you live in a dorm or you live somewhere with other people yeah just walk a little slower today and look Mm -hmm. around and what you see Believe God for something different. Yep. You see for something, something that doesn't look good. You know what? Let's believe God to finish the work He's begun to finish it, so it will be good. You know, yeah. um, I mean, it, it's clear in John ten ten. It's, a, it's great uh, theologian scripture that Jesus came to give us life and life That's more abundantly. Fun. But yet the the enemy came, you know, to steal, kill, and destroy. And so, if you see something that you don't like that you that steal, kill, and destroy stuff, not just like a preference, don't like, but you see this, sure. uh, you know, Make a destructive thing. Hey, let's believe God to see. Kingdom, the kingdom of God come to earth into that situation. Right, Jesus yeah. taught us to pray, hey, pray that your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. If it doesn't look like heaven yet, or the picture that we have painted for us of what heaven could be mm-hmm. or looks like, let's believe God for that. Let's see that come to pass. And the way that you believe God is, get a hold of some verses, get a hold yeah. of some scripture, get a hold of God's promises for that circumstance or that situation. You see somebody who's bound in addiction. Let's believe the word: whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. That God died, sent His best to die, that somebody could be free. You see somebody bound in addiction. You go, you know what? You could they could yep. be free. You speak life. Believe. Not death. Believe God. For life and life abundant. If you don't see abundant life in that thing, you know what? Let's let's believe for that. Though the rest of that verse seven says, then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between the Egyptians and the Israelites. There is a clear distinction between the the, the men and women of God. There's not a bunch of ways to get to Jesus. There's one Amen. way. There's one way. And so yeah. there's a very clear distinction of what, how you get into you know eternal life. It's through Jesus only. And mm-hmm. so. We have to recognize the value of Jesus, the value, and I say not value like, hey, we're going to get a bargain deal here, and so right. we'll just choose this to get a good deal. No, this is a surrender thing and giving your heart and life to Christ. Amen. There is radical fruit that comes on the other side of that, and that people could recognize. See, some of this peacefulness in the midst of this, it was so that others could recognize yep. that there's a better way. And so Goodness. I, um, it, it's just a, I don't know, it, it paints an incredible picture in the midst of one of the toughest um I don't know, this is one of the, the pretty harsh, and it's just a very difficult oh, yeah. time in the Old Testament, in the Bible period, um, to, to look and to go, wow. But yet God had a plan for his people. it affected everyone. Absolutely. We're going to take a break. We'll be back.
2: You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Cocoa. For over 30 years, C.B. Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. C.B. Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. C.B. Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. this is Morning, morning
0: bread. All right, as we, uh, as we just kind of close up the show, uh, we were talking during the break just of this, uh, this verse two. It says, tell all the Israelite men and women to ask their Egyptian neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Wow. Can you imagine what this, this picture, sometimes you read verses in the Bible and you just kind of run past it and you're like, oh, okay. But this is actually going to your neighbor, knock, knock, knock on the door. Yeah. Hey, give me your gold and silver. Hey, like It says, tell all them to, hey, ask the neighbors for articles of silver and gold. Hey dude, um, do you mind, uh, give me some of that gold and silver? Hey, just come on, you know, that's favor. And they actually, that this would actually occur and it actually would work. Um, God had ordained and set up things yep. for you. You might be out there today and you're like, I don't know where my next meal's coming from, or my next job's coming from, or my next what house is coming I don't know what you're believing for. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, God's already ordained and set something yes, up beside yes. you. Look at what it says in the end of verse 3. It says, Moses was considered a very great man in the land of Egypt, respected by all by pharaoh's officials and the egyptian people Three alike people. there's favor for you in your community in your sphere even when it looks tough and it Amen. looks intense around you god has set up favor you can yeah. have favor in the eyes of the enemy whoever you think your enemy might be today yep. you know what god's made a place probably in their heart for you to have favor with them Amen. and that favor Go say hello that favor is better than you can ask think or imagine god says that he's got you know blessings for you he loves he's you good. enough to help you understand that there is so much in store for you today don't don't, don't um, be afraid of all the, the arrows that f- might fly by night, but actually yep. God's blessing is rich and for you. Bring your basket. Yeah, let's go. Someone Thanks okay. for uh, tuning into the show today. We're honored to do it with you. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: God bless you. See you. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our
2: locations this weekend. For additional information such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks and we hope you have a blessed day.